Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. And surprisingly, when you listen to the recording, it's very clear, right? You can hear your voice in it when you are reading the scriptures. Ezekiel chapter two, verse two. Amen. Amen. And then John six. 63, I believe. Yeah. Oh, boy, boy. I made something. John 6, 63. And Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Oh, man. What I do with my pen? My pen. Let me get my pen passed. I don't know why I ain't have it. I'm sorry. We lost somebody. I think it's probably my wife. Okay. You said...
Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. What does the Bible say? Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. It says, And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. Amen. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set Amen. me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. And then John 6, 63, Bria, read it. John 6, 63. <clears throat> So it says, okay, so it says, um, the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. What does um, your version say, Miss Caroline? And then we go to my wife's version. John 6 63 it says it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life hallelujah before we continue I want us to pray the Holy Spirit 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 is our praying scripture. Please open it. Let's check it out and let's pray with it. First Corinthians chapter 2 verses 14. Verse. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. 
I really want to hear what the other versions has to say. If you are there, please start. Um, the other versions, which version would you prefer? Okay, Miss Carolyn, start if you are there with the King James. Okay, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Uh, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Amen. Okay, Bria. Um, but thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal possession. Oh, wait, am I in the right place? I'm wondering. First Corinthians. Oh, first, first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Oh, whoops, I was in 2 Corinthians. Okay. First Corinthians 2, 14. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit it's wait it all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it for only those who are spiritual can't understand this what the spirit means wow amen Babe. first lady I'm sorry, my phone is dying. So I'm struggling to set it up. <laughs> Where are we? First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Shanice, if you are there, read it for us whilst my my wife gets ready. I need to be doing dishes. I don't even know she. Shanice, you still doing dishes? You are muted. You said it's First Corinthians, chapter two, chapter two, verse fourteen. Yeah. I'm gonna have to just sit it down because it's gonna keep falling. Okay. But I'm at First Corinthians two. Okay, read it again. Spirit. 
for they are foolishness unto him. For it is spiritually discerned. In order to receive from the Spirit of God, one must become spiritual himself. Without being spiritual, you can't receive the things of the Spirit. Because it takes spiritual discernment to be able to get to that place. Amen. 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 If you ever if you have ever been in the law court, you realize that in dealing with situations at the law court, they deal with it in legal terms. They use legal terms. They have legal terms they use to deal with situations. They know and so they will, you hear them say that in the article section 506 of this says that you are you have violated the law if you go this and that so they deal with the situation according to the legal terms and establishments we are going to pray that we don't become carnal or natural people before we start the studying of the word that the holy spirit himself should help us prepare our hearts our minds in a spiritual manner where we will be able to receive the things of god because the things of god are from the realms of the spirit and they are spiritually descent you can't know them you can't receive them if your mind you see your mind has to be tuned in a certain way to be able to accept what is coming if you are not spiritual you say oh this is nothing it's useless oh it's foolishness but when your mind is tuned you are able to receive so we are going to pray for the capability of receiving the thing of the spirit of god by having the mind of god himself or the, the mind of the spirit amen so I want us to spend the next two, three minutes and ask the Lord to make you into a spiritual person. A person that will not judge scriptures, will not look at things from the carnal perspective, but you will move to the place of the spirit but by even believing sincerely from your heart what the Lord speaks to you from his word. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. That you said the natural, the normal unbelieving person cannot receive the things of the Spirit. We ask you that Lord align our hearts, our minds to the ways of the Spirit and grant us the ability to become students of the Spirit that we will be able to receive your word, we will be able to receive the revelations that come to us in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Lord, help us. Take hold of our hearts in the name of Jesus. That we will benefit. We will benefit. We will benefit from your word as it comes to us. We will benefit from it as it comes to us. By being spiritual people, we will benefit. We will not be people that are hearing just your word. That it will look like we are at another social function or another meeting. This is not a natural classroom. This is not a natural classroom. We are not in a class where we are learning science and fiction and technology. But we are in a place where we are downloading things that they are life. And therefore, Lord, align our ways to the ways of thy spirit that we may be able to receive, that we will become beneficiaries of your spirit, O God, in the name of Jesus. We have prayed with thanksgiving sincerely. Amen. Shaka Padre Sufresa. You know, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says, The gospel was preached unto us as well as it was preached unto them. But the word preached did not profit them that had it because they had no faith. So two people can hear the same good news, but one is not unlikely to benefit from it because he failed to move to the place of the spirit to grasp what is being said to even benefit from it but i pray that tonight we will be a partaker of the glory of god as we align our very hearts in the name of jesus to receive this word amen amen in ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 the bible says the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me on my feet that i heard him that spake unto me i want to say to you that anytime you come into contact anytime you come into contact with a speaking person or an entity you begin to download spirits into your self or into your system whenever a person speaks to you spirits are entering into you and therefore if you find yourself fellowshipping with on on godly friends uh, on holy friends by the time you leave their presence you have received a mass dosage or dose of ungodly spirits evil spirits have been transferred into you if you ever find yourself listening to songs hip-hop music songs that does not do, have to do anything that doesn't have anything to do with god what you must realize is that by the time you finish listening to a three-minute song you have downloaded into your very life a high dosage of spirits that are not from god spirit of lust spirit of money and all kinds of spirit and so wherever you find yourself associating 
you download spirits into your life and therefore even if you come to the place of prayer you come to the place of studying the word of god you come into contact with fellowshipping with anointed people or even fellowshipping with the word of god there is also a transfer of spirits that enter into you but this time around it is the spirit of god it is the spirit of life it is the spirit that can quicken your mortal bodies and that is why the bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god because your benefit the, the, what you benefit is predicated on what you hear. If a person is sick and does not believe that the Lord is able to heal him or her, what happens is that when you begin to preach the word and he begins to hear the word of God, there is a transfer of that healing spirit or that healing power that go straight into the very heart of the person like an arrow sent to the target and it will not miss it and before you realize there is faith that is built up in the person preparing the person ready to receive that blessing and instantly blind eyes are open deaf ears begin to pop up the very sickness the person is struggling with it goes away because there has been a transfer of a spirit Amen. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the more you expose yourself to the words of Jesus, you are exposing yourself to life. The more you neglect the words of God, you are exposing yourself to death and misery. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It is the spirit that quickens. It is the spirit that gives life. As for the flesh, it doesn't profit you anything. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In John 6, 63. So tonight we are coming to receive light. We are coming to receive life. We are coming to receive the spirit of God as we sit under the feet of our master and savior to download what he has to tell us. Hallelujah. And for me, that is exciting. If I can go to a place and what I am receiving is life, then it is exciting for me. Therefore, what it means is that if ever you find yourself in a place where you are receiving beer and you think that you are receiving life and enjoying life, excuse me, you are rather destroying yourself. If ever you find yourself in a place where you are into drugs and smoking and you feel that you are receiving life and enjoying life, Excuse me, I came to disappoint you that you are deceiving yourself because the smoking and whatever drugs you are taking is destroying you and killing you little by little. And before you realize, you will die before the ordained time God has ordained for you. And so we need to be careful what we allow into our lives. That is why even as a person, you have to be careful of the friends you have. And not just the friends also, but the kind of people, so-called spiritual people you associate with. Because there are prophets that are not of God. They, they can work miracles, they can prophesy accurately, but they are not of God. And the spirit that is working through them, you are likely to inherit doses of them. And then your life will become a miserable life. And so, you have to be careful. 
I am very careful of people. You know, I have to be honest with you. Sometimes my wife would want me to, you know, come into a relationship or into a contact with a person. And I'll tell my wife, I don't feel led. Immediately when she speaks to me, the Holy Spirit just gives me a sign, a certain signal that I don't feel led. And I'll tell my wife, I don't feel led in my spirit. I'll pray about it. And sometimes she's unhappy. Said, what are you doing? You know, and to be honest with you, most of the people that she's introduced to me are females. And anytime she, spoke, she speaks to me about them, I feel led in my heart. In, instantly, the Spirit of God is like the signal clicks. And I tell, I tell her, okay, this one. But there have been other people who are not females. I've not been able to connect with them. And so it looks like, oh, so if it is a woman, you are able to say yes. But if it is a man, but the, the real truth is, of the matter is that I don't feel connected. Like the signal, I'm, the Holy Spirit doesn't connect me in a certain way. And so I have to relax. I can't force myself to try to please, to try to please my wife and make her happy. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm going to destroy my life or we are going to destroy ourselves if we are not careful in who we align ourselves with, you know. And the truth of the matter is that sometimes, listen, sometimes if your spiritual discernment is not sharp, you are likely to connect with a person that a person whose discernment is sharp cannot connect to. I have to be honest with you, you know. And so... There have been people. There are people. My wife really are okay with them. You know, they pray with her. They support her. They do wonderful things, and I'm happy. But I am still praying for God to connect me to these people. I am still waiting for that signal. I'm not saying they are bad people, but I've just not received the the signal that I need to receive from the Holy Spirit. Until I receive that signal, I'll withhold myself a little bit. You understand? And so, and I have a, I have a, a sheep or let's say a spiritual daughter who has a section of friends that are not Christians. And when she, you see, as a girl, you go and spend time with friends who are not Christians and they tell you, man, you got to go for this boy. He's fine. Look at his muscles. He got his sparks. Oh, he looks cool. He looks, and your pastor will tell you, don't do this. And you go and listen to your friends and you make certain decisions that are not... Hey, what is this? I'm coming. I'm having all sorts of pains. God, I refuse this in Jesus' name. Sorry, can you all hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Pastor. I am healed in Jesus' name. Amen. So I was trying to explain that 
you have to also be careful of the type of friends you have if you are a christian who, whose aim is to become a spiritual christian and your friends are carnal people you can never become that spiritual christian you will not be able to become that spiritual christian because they are going to influence you remember you can befriend a person who is not on, on spiritual that's your decision but if you have to go according to the word of god it says light cannot fellowship with darkness spiritual people cannot fellowship with unspiritual people but let's assume that you don't want to even go by the scripture but you want to go by how you feel you know if there are people who want that but if that is the decision you are taking you have to be very careful that you influence the people you are going to befriend become friends with because when you begin to speak to them either they are transferring spirits to you or you are transferring spirits to them and how it ends up would determine the one that has received a lot of more spirits so if your friend is an unspiritual person a carnal person who doesn't believe in god and the things of god the person can deceive you and say all kinds of things and you are likely to even leave the things of god i can give you a vivid example of a pastor's wife who had been in ministry with her husband for years suddenly a demon appeared in a room one day she went to have a bath and she stood in front of the mirror trying to you know prepare herself and a demon came to sit on her shoulders and started whispering into her ears she didn't see the demon after the incident has taken place the lord now opened the eyes of a prophet called kenneth hagen he was in a he's an american prophet kenneth hagen is dead and gone now but a great prophet to the nation of america and other parts of the world he went to visit his his pastor friend and they had dinner you know and after the dinner the pastor friend asked him to pray for his daughter to go to bed and he said okay when he knelt down to pray then the lord took him into a vision and he saw his friend's wife the, his, his fastest friend the wife how, what happened and how how the wife left the husband in into the world and this is what the lord showed him that the wife was standing in, in front of a mirror and a demon looked like an imp or a monkey it looked like a type of a monkey came to sit on the shoulders of the lady and started speaking into the ears of the lady telling the lady you are handsome this man doesn't deserve you you know the church doesn't deserve you look at you you need to be out there in the world exploring be at the clubs spend some time with friends go out party man what kind of life is this it's a boring life immediately the very first time she was she was able to recognize the voice that it was not from god and she rebuked it and the demon went away but the demon came the second time and the third time the third time she started to entertain the thought immediately the lord showed a black dot moving out of the brain of the lady and entering into the heart as the black dot settled in the heart it took over her life and that is when she left the husband 
you know, and went into the world. She became a prostitute or did all kinds of things, you know. That's why part of becoming a spiritual person who fights to have a successful destiny is that you pray against imaginations and thoughts. Second Corinthians chapter 10. It says that we need to cast down imaginations and thoughts. Second Corinthians. Let's go there and read it. Second Corinthians. Chapter 10. Right from verse chapter. 3. Yes, chapter 10. From verse 3 to verse 5. You see it telling us what we need to do. My wife, can you read it for us? Where's your Bible, babe? You said 2, 5 or through 5. 2, chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. 3, 4, and then 5. Two. Please continue just a second, excuse me. Please forgive me. I am having serious horse pains. So I want to put something little in my mouth whilst we are doing the Bible studies. It is better to use wisdom to defeat the devil than to die. The Bible says that Jesus Christ operated in two dimensions with the wisdom of God with the power of God. When Jesus was in places, they wanted to kill him and his time was not right. He ran away. He left the place. He dodged them. He didn't fight with them. Amen. So please bear with me for these few minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 right from the verse to verse 5. If you are there, please read it. I think I asked my wife to read it. First lady. Okay, Miss Caroline, read your version and then we go to Shanice. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Mr. First Lady, you say something? 
read your version. of our welfare warfare are not carnal which means it takes spiritual weapons to deal with the type of war we are fighting because the type of war we are fighting it it transcends beyond the type of war we are fighting 
It says that the weapons of our welfare or warfare, sorry, are not things that pertains to the flesh or things that pertains to what is in the land of the living, but it is from the place of the spirit because the type of war we are fighting are spiritual wars and therefore we need to be able to go to the place of the spirit and when we enter there these are the things we do we pull down imaginations we pull down strongholds sorry we cast down imaginations and then every eye thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and we also bring into captivity every thought every thought so thoughts are spirits and therefore whenever we deal with the kind of thoughts that we have we are actually dealing with the spirit like yesterday um some of us said that we heard a voice or we heard some we felt like just kill yourself these are thoughts that occur to us but really it is not just a, th a thought but it is a spirit that is actually communicating to you it is a spirit that is actually speaking to us to destroy our lives to take decisions that are not good and what part of the warfare is to deal with imaginations if you are very last for imaginations all the time you are imagining oh a guy with whatever you gotta pray seriously about it and deal with it because it will influence you and it will not detect how you you run your life amen and so we need to be careful the type of spirit we allow into our lives. The type of music you listen to. Remember, they are transfer of spirit. The people you communicate with. Whether they can be even family members, but if they are not spiritual, by the time they leave you, they have impacted a very large amount of spirit that is not of God. Many people's marriages would have been better if they had Many people's marriages would have been better if they had not listened to a person who was not having a good spirit. Sometimes sometimes the maybe you may be having a misunderstanding with your husband or your wife at home and if you don't have a spiritual person that will help you and you have friends who probably they've also suffered from an unfortunate man who didn't treat them well and that is the type of friend you have they are going to give you an advice that will destroy your marriage because they will tell you oh listen i tell you that man that's how they are even this happened to me and that happened to me and then you the woman you now begin to think about what your friend said maybe that is not what your marriage should be about or that is not the advice you really need at all but by speaking to the person 
you begin to entertain the things he said, which means there is a transfer of spirit. And then you begin to take decisions that hurt yourself and your husband. Meanwhile, a little apology of I am sorry, please forgive me, would have settled the whole situation. But by the virtue of the fact that you had a communication with somebody whose spirit is full of devils, you have also inherited devils and you destroy your marriage. Come on, Pastor. So, you have to be careful who you associate with. Listen, there are many pastors and false prophets that are not of God. Amen. And they can quote scriptures. The devil quotes scriptures. If you don't know, when the devil came to Jesus, he quoted scriptures and he perverted the scriptures. So, it takes really a lot to deal with demons and evil spirits and things that are not of God. Really, it is. It takes a lot. It's not. Oh, I'm spiritual. I go to church. You are talking. The devil quotes scriptures. They perform miracles. They do signs and wonders. They prophesy accurately using the spirit of divination. That's why the Bible says that test all spirits. Test all spirit and hold fast to the right spirit. So I came to tell you that let us know the type of spirit we communicate with or we allow into our lives because it will either destroy you or make you or help you. Amen. Amen. You may have a very vibrant and strong mindset about life. You can come into contact with somebody who has been suffering from depression because demons have been speaking to him or her so many times. And by the time you leave the person, if you don't take care, you are going to be in a state of depression yourself. And you, your life will never amount to anything. Amen. Sometimes, yes, you see, there are organizations or counseling organizations that are established. Very good. They, they they claim they are there to help people, but some of them is not. It's a legal profession. The money, and so they don't really even yes. care about what goes on in your life or not. Really, they they are just there. Amen. Okay, you have to come for counseling session. No problem. One hour is twenty dollars, or one hour is fifty dollars, or one hour is hundred dollars, and so because of the depression you are going through, you go to a person who doesn't even know God. But it's going to tell you, oh, girl, listen, get some friends, go to the beach, relax. Counsel in whichever way you can. And say, I advise you to take some pills and do this and that. It will help you and all that. And you have to pay. Like maybe if you spend two hours there, you have to pay $200. But really, does the person really care about your life the way they do? Do they really nope. care? Or, is nope. it, or they are just there? Or they are just there for the money. And are there even people that have the spirit of God in them? Because any spirit apart from the spirit of God is not life. It is not going to lead you to life. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are life. My, the, what comes from me is life. Remember Jesus said, 
I am come that they might have life and have it abundantly in John chapter 10 verse 10. So the purposes of Christ's coming is to make us have life and have it in abundance. He is the only person that is interested in giving us life. Apart from him, nobody else. Unfortunately, I watch a documentary. Even the pharmaceutical people that claim to make pills to help people deal with um, problems, uh, health issues, is because of their money. I watch, I watch a whole documentary and we're talking about pharmaceutical companies from across the nations of the world, Africa, America, and all these places. And sometimes it is the same medication, the same medication, but they just change the cover. They just do a new cover and give it a new name and sell it at an expensive price. For you to buy it. And they know that, they know that, I watched this Ameri um, some few women from America and all these um, other parts of the world. They were crying. They were like, I had cancer. And the doctor knew, knew that I would be dying. But all they kept telling me was buy this prescription, buy this medication, pay this amount of money until all my money I have finished. And when I couldn't afford it anymore, they didn't want to attend to me and they left me. And I'm about to die. I have just a few months to live. That is so, every day. Yes. So you see that the, the spirit behind what the person is doing is not even a good thing. It's not the right spirit. And so you and I need to be extremely careful the type of spirit we allow into us. That's why you can't, you're a Christian and say, oh, I just love the beat of this music. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. There are types of songs you must listen to as a Christian. Let me show you one of them. So that... You know that... Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians is in the New Testament. Chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3, verses 16. Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, you said, Father? Yes, please. Pastor. Yes, please. I'll, I'll prefer the different versions, so please open to your various um, versions. Let us take a critical, uh, a, a, a quick look at the verses. From what verse to what verse, Pastor? Just 16. 316. Just 16? Yes, please. Oh. Okay. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admo admonishing, I think I said it right, admonishing yeah. one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Okay. 
Bria. Yes, sir. Um, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Okay. Is that my wife or is that she needs? I don't know which individual is that. I think it's my wife. Babe, is that you? Can you read it from your version? Let's go forward. It's saying that let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and encouraging one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, not hip hop songs or Rihanna songs. <laughs> oh my God. Or Cardi B or Jay Z. Oh. Oh, I like that guy, Osha. Oh, he's so cool. Oh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber now is even a Christian. And glory to God. Oh, Kanye West. Kanye <laughs> West is also now a Christian. Preaching the gospel. Yeah. Kanye, I can't understand. But Justin Bieber, really? Justin Bieber? <laughs> okay, okay. You see, it's your favorite artist. You see how you are defending him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't even going to lie. I used to be. young probably about 15 16 i can't really remember but between those ages what we do in africa there is a type of job we do in africa called bus conductor you know but our type of bus conductor is a bit different from what you guys have up there ours they use all kinds of cars that are also not really in a good shape and Whilst the car is moving, you have to be shouting on top of your voice. So let's say if it is Atlanta, the bus is heading towards you'll be like, Hello, Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Are you going Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta, two more people, Atlanta, Atlanta. So that is the kind of job we do from morning till evening. And then at the end of the day, they end up paying you 
is it ten dollars or eight dollars or whatever it is you know but so sometimes i go to work at 4 a.m and close by 6 p.m or 8 p.m for eight dollars or ten dollars but i got one of those jobs and but that by that time i was a very like spiritual like my spirituality has gone very high you know and i took i i went to see the driver who wanted to employ me and i told him that i really want to do this job but if i am going to come here i'm going to bring my own gospel songs i don't want to hear any song that is not gospel in it. and he said oh i like it i'm a christian so i bought a flash drive downloaded thousands of gospel songs and i took it and i we inserted into the car tape and that's what everybody listens to if you sit in the by the virtue of sitting in that car you are forced to listen to a gospel song nobody is changing it to anywhere for you when you get to your house and you're going to go and deal with the demons then you can't go and i was so happy my my driver actually wanted that kind of lifestyle also gospel from morning to evening and i tell you we were we were doing well he, he used to he used to he was so proud of me he used to tell other people that you see this guy that i'm working with he's a very intelligent student he's in in the in, in the high he's in high school because most of the people that do such jobs are uneducated people disrespectful and all this funny stuff you know i remember sometimes i can be in that bus and i'm reading the scripture after taking their money I'll be reading the scriptures and they'll be look, looking at me like, we've never seen this kind of thing before. You know? Amen. And sometimes I preach in the bus. I preach to them after taking their money. <laughs> they've never seen that before. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that is really what I wanted. I thought, it's not about the money. I want an atmosphere because in my house, the atmosphere I live in is God, just God. If I start playing music, it, it, it will play from morning to evening. The speaker is there. Jesus Christ. Anytime you enter, you can feel the presence. You understand? Amen. Yeah. And so, you have to really, really, really... In fact, I was very shocked for the first time when God... When I went to Bible school and I engaged myself with some very prominent people in our, I mean, denomination or organization who were like bishops, wife, and great people. And when I sat in their car for the first time and we were going somewhere, when they turned on the music, it was not the gospel music in their car, and I was very shocked. Like, this woman's husband has been preaching to us. How come <laughs> the song she's listening to? And just moving to the beat. Let me tell you something. I'm a very good dancer. Ask my wife. I, was, I used to dance in church, but suddenly most of the songs we dance to you know be, are, are gospel music songs but some sometimes we can't get the type of beat we want to dance with so we have to go and get the beat from secular music and then try to take the lyrics out of the song and then just play just play the beats and dance with it in church hallelujah yeah, that's my wife. So, I was dancing in church. I got for competitions. Right after Bible school, when I came home, 
the Lord made me allowed me to dance for a while and told me to stop. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. And surprisingly, when you listen to the recording, it's very clear, right? You can hear your voice in it when you are reading the scriptures. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2 Amen Amen And then John 6 63, I believe. Yeah. Oh boy, wait. I missed something. John 6 63 and Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. Oh man, what I do with my pens? Let me get my pen passed. I don't know why I ain't have it. I'm sorry. We lost somebody. It's probably my wife. Okay. You said...
Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. What does the Bible say? Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. It says, And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. Amen. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set Amen. me upon my feet that I heard him that speak unto me. And then John 6, 63, Bria, read it. John 6, 63. <clears throat> So it says, okay, so it says, um, the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. What does um, your version say, Miss Caroline? And then we go to my wife's version. John 6 63 it says it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life hallelujah before we continue I want us to pray the Holy Spirit 1st Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 is our praying scripture. Please open it. Let's check it out and let's pray with it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 14. Verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. 
I really want to hear what the other versions has to say. If you are there, please start. Um, the other versions, which version would you prefer? Okay, Miss Caroline, start if you are there with the King James. Okay, um, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Uh, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Amen. Okay, Bria. Um, but thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal possession. Oh, wait, am I in the right place? I'm wondering. First Corinthians. Oh, first, first Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 14. Oh, whoops. I was in 2 Corinthians. Okay. 1 Corinthians 2.14. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It's... Wait. It all sounds foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can't understand this, what the spirit means. Wow. Amen. Amen. lady I don't know where we are I'm sorry my phone is dying so I'm struggling to set it up <laughs> where are we first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 she needs if you are there read it for us whilst my my wife gets ready I need to be doing dishes I don't even know she she needs Shani, you, she's still doing dishes you are muted Just finished the dishes. You said it's First Corinthians. Chapter two. Chapter two, verse fourteen. Yeah. Two fourteen. I'm gonna have to just sit it down because it's gonna keep falling. Okay. But yeah. I'm at First Corinthians two. Okay, read it again. Fourteen. accept the things that come from the spirit of God. These things are foolish to them. They can't understand them. In fact, such things can't be understood without the spirit's help. Amen. Amen. This current 2.14 <clears throat> Amplified Version But the natural unbelieving man does not accept the things the teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish, absurd, and illogical to him, and he is incapable of understanding them, because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated, and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. Amen. Wow. Amen. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit. Mm. 
for they are foolishness unto him. For it is spiritually discerned. In order to receive from the Spirit of God, one must become spiritual himself. Without being spiritual, you can't receive the things of the Spirit. Because it takes spiritual discernment to be able to get to that place. Amen. 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 If you ever if you have ever been in the law court, you realize that in dealing with situations at the law court, they deal with it in legal terms. They use legal terms. They have legal terms they use to deal with situations. You know, and so you hear them say that in the article section 506 of this says that you are you have violated the law if you go this and that so they deal with the situation according to the legal terms and establishments we are going to pray that we don't become carnal or natural people before we start the studying of the word that the holy spirit himself should help us prepare our hearts our minds in a spiritual manner where we will be able to receive the things of god because the things of god are from the realms of the spirit and they are spiritually descent you can't know them you can't receive them if your mind you see your mind has to be tuned in a certain way to be able to accept what is coming if you are not spiritual you say oh this is nothing it's useless or oh, it's foolishness but when your mind is tuned you are able to receive so we are going to pray for the capability of receiving the thing of the spirit of god by having the mind of god himself or the, the mind of the spirit amen so i want us to spend the next two three minutes and ask the lord to make you into a spiritual person a person that will not judge scriptures will not look at things from the carnal perspective but you move to the place of the spirit but he, but if by even believing sincerely from your heart what the lord speaks to you from his word in the name of jesus open your mouth and begin to pray that you said the natural, the normal unbelieving person cannot receive the things of the spirit. We ask you that Lord align our hearts, our minds to the ways of the spirit and grant us the ability to become students of the spirit that we will be able to receive your word, we will be able to receive the revelations that come to us. In the name of Jesus, my own God, 
Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Lord, help us. Take hold of our hearts in the name of Jesus. That we will benefit. We will benefit. We will benefit from your word as it comes to us. We will benefit from it as it comes to us by being spiritual people. We will benefit. We will not be people that are hearing just your word that it will look like we are at another social function or another meeting. This is not a natural classroom. This is not a natural classroom. We are not in a class where we are learning science and fiction and technology, but we are in a place where we are downloading things that they are live. And therefore, Lord, align our ways to the ways of thy spirit that we may be able to receive, that we will become beneficiaries of your spirit, O God, in the name of Jesus. We have prayed with thanksgiving sincerely. Amen. Shaka Padre Sufrasa. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says, The gospel was preached unto us as well as it was preached unto them. But the word preached did not profit them that had it because they had no faith. So two people can hear the same good news, but one is not unlikely to benefit from it because he failed to move to the place of the spirit, to grasp what is being said, to even benefit from it. But I pray that tonight we will be a partaker of the glory of God as we align our very hearts in the name of Jesus to receive this word. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says, The Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me on my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. I want to say to you that anytime you come into contact, anytime you come into contact with a speaking person or an entity you begin to download spirits into your self or into your system whenever a person speaks to you spirits are entering into you and therefore if you find yourself fellowshipping with um ungodly friends uh, unholy friends by the time you leave their presence, you have received a mass dosage or dose of ungodly spirits, evil spirits have been transferred into you. If you ever find yourself listening to songs, hip-hop music, songs that does not do, have to do anything, that doesn't have anything to do with God, what you must realize is that by the time you finish listening to a three-minute song, you have downloaded into your very life a high dosage of spirits that are not from God. Spirit of lust, spirit of money, and all kinds of spirit. And so wherever you find yourself associating, 
you download spirits into your life and therefore even if you come to the place of prayer you come to the place of studying the word of god you come into contact with fellowshipping with anointed people or even fellowshipping with the word of god there is also a transfer of spirits that enter into you but this time around it is the spirit of god it is the spirit of life it is the spirit that can quicken your mortal bodies and that is why the bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god because your benefit the, the, what you benefit is predicated on what you hear. If a person is sick and does not believe that the Lord is able to heal him or her, what happens is that when you begin to preach the word and he begins to hear the word of God, there is a transfer of that healing spirit or that healing power that goes straight into the very heart of the person like an arrow sent to the target and it will not miss it and before you realize there is faith that is built up in the person preparing the person ready to receive that blessing and instantly blind eyes are open deaf ears begin to pop up the very sickness the person is struggling with it goes away because there has been a transfer of a spirit Amen. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the more you expose yourself to the words of Jesus, you are exposing yourself to life. The more you neglect the words of God, you are exposing yourself to death and misery. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It is the spirit that quickeneth. It is the spirit that gives life. As for the flesh, it doesn't profit you anything. And Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In John 6, 63. So tonight we are coming to receive light. We are coming to receive life. We are coming to receive the spirit of God as we sit under the feet of our master and savior to download what he has to tell us. Hallelujah. And for me, that is exciting. If I can go to a place and what I am receiving is life, then it is exciting for me. Therefore, what it means is that if ever you find yourself in a place where you are receiving beer and you think that you are receiving life and enjoying life, excuse me, you are rather destroying yourself. If ever you find yourself in a place where you are into drugs and smoking and you feel that you are receiving life and enjoying life, Excuse me, I came to disappoint you that you are deceiving yourself because the smoking and whatever drugs you are taking is destroying you and killing you little by little. And before you realize, you will die before the ordained time God has ordained for you. And so we need to be careful what we allow into our lives. That is why even as a person, you have to be careful of the friends you have. And not just the friends also, but the kind of people, so-called spiritual people you associate with. Because there are prophets that are not of God. They, they can work miracles, they can prophesy accurately, but they are not of God. And the spirit that is working through them, you are likely to inherit doses of them. And then your life will become a miserable life. And so, you have to be careful. 
I am very careful of people. You know, I have to be honest with you. Sometimes my wife would want me to, you know, come into a relationship or into a contact with a person. And I'll tell my wife, I don't feel led. Immediately when she speaks to me, the Holy Spirit just give me a sign, a certain signal that I don't feel led. And I'll tell my wife, I don't feel led in my spirit. I'll pray about it. And sometimes she's unhappy. Said, what are you doing? You know, and to be honest with you, most of the people that she's introduced to me are females. And anytime she, spoke, she speaks to me about them, I feel led in my heart. In, instantly, the Spirit of God is like the signal clicks. And I tell, I tell her, okay, this one. But there have been other people who are not females. I've not been able to connect with them. And so it looks like, oh, so if it is a woman, you are able to say yes. But if it is a man, but the, the real truth is, of the matter is that I don't feel connected. Like the signal, I'm, the Holy Spirit doesn't connect me in a certain way. And so I have to relax. I can't force myself to try to please, to try to please my wife and make her happy. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm going to destroy my life or we are going to destroy ourselves if we are not careful in who we align ourselves with, you know. And the truth of the matter is that sometimes, listen, sometimes if your spiritual discernment is not sharp, you are likely to connect with a person that a person whose discernment is sharp cannot connect to. I have to be honest with you. You know, and so there have been people. There are people. My wife really are okay with them. You know, they pray with her. They support her. They do wonderful things, and I'm happy. But I am still praying for God to connect me to these people. I am still waiting for that signal. I'm not saying they are bad people, but I've just not received the the signal that I need to receive from the Holy Spirit. Until I receive that signal, I'll withhold myself. A little bit you understand and so and i have a i have a a sheep or let's say a spiritual daughter who has a section of friends that are not christians and when she you see as a girl you go and spend time with friends who are not christians and they tell you man you gotta go for this boy he's fine look at his muscles he got his sparks oh he looks cool he looks and your pastor will tell you, don't do this. And you go and listen to your friends and you make certain decisions that are not. Hey, what is this? I'm coming. I'm having all sorts of pains. God, I refuse this in Jesus' name. Sorry, can you all hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Pastor. I am healed in Jesus' name. Amen. So I was trying to explain that 
you have to also be careful of the type of friends you have if you are a christian who, whose aim is to become a spiritual christian and your friends are carnal people you can never become that spiritual christian you will not be able to become that spiritual christian because they are going to influence you remember you can befriend a person who is not on, on spiritual that's your decision but if you have to go according to the word of god it says light cannot fellowship with darkness spiritual people cannot fellowship with unspiritual people but let's assume that you don't want to even go by the scripture but you want to go by how you feel you know if there are people who want that but if that is the decision you are taking you have to be very careful that you influence the people you are going to befriend become friends with because when you begin to speak to them either they are transferring spirits to you or you are transferring spirits to them and how it ends up would determine the one that has received a lot of more spirit so if your friend is an unspiritual person a carnal person who doesn't believe in god and the things of god the person can deceive you and say all kinds of things and you are likely to even leave the things of god i can give you a vivid example of a pastor's wife who had been in ministry with her husband for years suddenly a demon appeared in a room one day she went to have a bath and she stood in front of the mirror trying to you know prepare herself and a demon came to sit on her shoulders and started whispering into her ears she didn't see the demon after the incident has taken place the lord now opened the eyes of a prophet called kenneth hagen he was in a he's an american prophet kenneth hagen is dead and gone now but a great prophet to the nation of america and other parts of the world he went to visit his his pastor friend and they had dinner you know and after the dinner the pastor friend asked him to pray for his daughter to go to bed and he said okay when he knelt down to pray then the lord took him into a vision and he saw his friend's wife the, his, his fastest friend the wife how, what happened and how how the wife left the husband in into the world and this is what the lord showed him that the wife was standing in, in front of a mirror and a demon looked like an imp or a monkey it looked like a type of a monkey came to sit on the shoulders of the lady and started speaking into the ears of the lady telling the lady you are handsome this man doesn't deserve you you don't the church doesn't deserve you look at you you need to be out there in the world exploring be at the club spend some time with friends go out party man what kind of life is this it's a boring life immediately the very first time she was she was able to recognize the voice that it was not from god and she rebuked it and the demon went away but the demon came the second time and the third time the third time she started to entertain the thought immediately the lord showed a black dot moving out of the brain of the lady and entering into the heart as the black dot settled in the heart it took over her life and that is when she left the husband 
you know, and went into the world. She became a prostitute or did all kinds of things, you know. That's why part of becoming a spiritual person who fights to have a successful destiny is that you pray against imaginations and thoughts. Second Corinthians chapter 10. It says that we need to cast down imaginations and thoughts. Second Corinthians. Let's go there and read it. Second Corinthians. Chapter 10. Right from verse 3. Chapter. Yes, chapter 10. From verse 3 to verse 5. You see it telling us what we need to do my wife can you read it for us where's your bible babe you said two five or through five two chapter ten verses three to five three four and then five two. Please continue just a second, excuse me. Please forgive me. I am having serious horse pains. So I want to put something little in my mouth whilst we are doing the Bible studies. It is better to use wisdom to defeat the devil than to die. The Bible says that Jesus Christ operated in two dimensions with the wisdom of God. With the power of God, when Jesus were in, was in places they wanted to kill him, and his time was not right, he ran away. He left the place. He dodged them. He didn't fight with them. Amen. So please bear with me for these few minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, Second Corinthians, chapter ten, right from the verse. 3 to verse 5. If you are there, please read it. I think I asked my wife to read it. First lady. Okay, Miss Caroline, read your version and then we go to Shanice. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. First lady, you say something? 
Read your verse. Second Corinthians. Okay. All right. Second Corinthians um, 10 3 to 5. Oh, wait a second. Sorry about that. But 35. Um, okay. For, um, well, Second Corinthians 10 3 through 5, amplified. For we. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our flesh, our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of man are not warfare. Sorry, the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powered powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Excuse me. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and very exalted and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself against the true knowledge of God. We are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. So, it's saying that the weapons of our warfare, warfare are not carnal, which means it takes spiritual weapons to deal with the type of war we are fighting. Because the type of war we are fighting, it it transcends beyond the type of war we are fighting. 
It says that the weapons of our welfare or warfare, sorry, are not things that pertains to the flesh or things that pertains to what is in the land of the living, but it is from the place of the spirit because the type of war we are fighting are spiritual wars and therefore we need to be able to go to the place of the spirit and when we enter there these are the things we do we pull down imaginations we pull down strongholds sorry we cast down imaginations and then every item that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and we also bring into captivity every thought every thought so thoughts are spirits and therefore whenever we deal with the kind of thoughts that we have we are actually dealing with the spirit like yesterday um some of us said that we heard a voice or we heard some we felt like just kill yourself these are thoughts that occur to us but really it is not just a, th a thought but it is a spirit that is actually communicating to you it is a spirit that is actually speaking to us to destroy our lives to take decisions that are not good and what part of the warfare is to deal with imaginations if you are very lustful imaginations all the time you are imagining oh, a guy with whatever you gotta pray seriously about it and deal with it because it will influence you and it will not detect how you you run your life amen and so we need to be careful the type of spirit we allow into our lives the type of music you listen to remember they are transfer of spirit the people you communicate with whether they can be even family members but if they are not spiritual right by the time they leave you they have impacted a very large amount of spirit that is not of god many people's marriages would have been better if they had many people's marriages would have been better if they had not listened to a person who was not having a good spirit sometimes sometimes the maybe you may be having a misunderstanding with your husband or your wife at home and if you don't have a spiritual person that will help you and you have friends who probably they've also suffered from an unfortunate man who didn't treat them well and that is the type of friend you have they are going to give you an advice that will destroy your marriage because they will tell you oh listen i tell you that men, that's how they are even this happened to me and that happened to me and then you the woman you now begin to think about what your friend said maybe that is not what your marriage should be about or that is not the advice you really need at all but by speaking to the person 
you begin to entertain the things he said, which means there is a transfer of spirit. And then you begin to take decisions that hurt yourself and your husband. Meanwhile, a little apology of I am sorry, please forgive me, would have settled the whole situation. But by the virtue of the fact that you had a communication with somebody whose spirit is full of devils, you have also inherited devils and you destroy your marriage. Come on, Pastor. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. So, you have to be careful who you associate with. Listen, there are many pastors and false prophets that are not of God. Amen. And they can quote scriptures. The devil quotes scriptures. If you don't know, when the devil came to Jesus, he quoted scriptures and he perverted the scriptures. So, it takes really a lot to deal with demons and evil spirit and things that are not of God. Amen. Really, it is, it takes a lot. It's not, oh, I'm spiritual, I go to church. You are joking. The devil quotes scriptures. They perform miracles. They do signs and wonders. They prophesy accurately using the spirit of divination. That's why the Bible says that test all spirits. Test all spirits and hold fast to the right spirit. So I came to tell you that let us know the type of spirit we communicate with or we allow into our lives because it will either destroy you or make you or help you. Amen. Amen. You may have a very vibrant and strong mindset about life. You can come into contact with somebody who has been suffering from depression because demons have been speaking to him or her so many times. And by the time you leave the person, if you don't take care, you are going to be in a state of depression yourself. And you, your life will never amount to anything. Amen. Sometimes, yes, you see... There are organizations or counseling organizations that are established. Very good. They, they, they claim they are there to help people. But some of them is not. The, it's a legal profession. It's the money. And so they don't really even yes. care about what goes on in your life or not. Really. They, they are just there. Amen. Okay, you have to come for counseling session. No problem. One hour is $20. Or one hour is $50. Or one hour is $100. And so because of... Or the depression you are going through, you go to a person who doesn't even know God, but is going to tell you, oh, girl, listen, get some friends, go to the beach, relax, counsel in whichever way he can, and say, I advise you to take some pills and do this and that, it will help you and all that. And you have to pay, like maybe if you spend two hours there, you have to pay $200. But really, does the person really care about your life the way they do? Do they really nope. care? Or, is nope. it, or they are just there or they are just there for the money? And yeah. are there even people that have the spirit of God in them? Because any spirit apart from the spirit of God is not life. It is not going to lead you to life. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are life. My, the, what comes from me is life. Remember, Jesus said, 
I am come that they might have life and have it abundantly in John chapter 10 verse 10. So the purposes of Christ coming is to make us have life and have it in abundance. He is the only person that is interested in giving us life. Apart from him, nobody else. Unfortunately, I watch a documentary. Even the pharmaceutical people that claim to make pills to help people deal with um, problems, uh, health issues, is because of the money. I watch, I watch a whole documentary and we're talking about pharmaceutical companies from across the nations of the world, Africa, America, and all these places. And sometimes it is the same medication, the same medication, but they just change the cover. They just do a new cover and give it a new name and sell it at an expensive price. For you to buy it. And they know that, they know that, I watched this Amer um, some few women from America and all this place, um, other parts of the world. They were crying. They were like, I had cancer. And the doctor knew, knew that I would be dying. But all they kept telling me was buy this prescription, buy this medication, pay this amount of money until all my money I have finished. And when I couldn't afford it anymore, they didn't want to attend to me and they left me. And I'm about to die. I have just a few months to live. That is so, every day. Yes. So you see that the, the spirit behind what the person is doing is not even a good thing. It's not the right spirit. And so you and I need to be extremely careful the type of spirit we allow into us. That's why you can't, you're a Christian, you say, Oh, I just love the beat of this music. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. There are types of songs you must listen to as a Christian. Let me show you one of them. So that... You know that... Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians is in the New Testament. Chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3, verses 16. Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, you said, Father? Yes, please. Yes, please. I'll, I'll prefer the different versions, so please open to your various um, versions. Let us take a critical, uh, a, a quick look at the verses. From what verse to what verse, Pastor? Just yes, sixteen. Three sixteen. Just sixteen? Yes, please. Oh. Okay. Uh Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen. Let the word of Christ let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admo admonishing, I think I said it right, admonishing yeah. one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Okay. 
Bria. Yes, sir. Um, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Okay. Is that my wife or is that she needs? I don't know which individual is that. I think it's my wife. Babe, is that you? Can you read it from your version? Let's go forward. It's saying that let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and encouraging one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, not hip hop songs or Rihanna songs. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> or Cardi B or Jay Z. Oh. Oh, I like that guy, Osha. Oh, he's so cool. Oh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber now is even a Christian. Oh, glory to God. Oh, Kanye West. Kanye West is also now a Christian. Preaching the gospel. Yeah. Kanye, yeah, I can understand. But Justin Bieber, really? Justin Bieber? <laughs> okay, okay. You see, it's your favorite artist. You see how you are defending him. <laughs> young probably about 15 16 i can't really remember but between those ages what we do in africa there is a type of job we do in africa called bus conductor you know but our type of bus conductor is a bit different from what you guys have up there ours they use all kinds of cars that are also not really in a good shape and Whilst the car is moving, you have to be shouting on top of your voice. So let's say if it is Atlanta, the bus is heading towards you'll be like, Hello, Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Are you going Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta, two more people, Atlanta, Atlanta. So that is the kind of job we do from morning till evening. And then at the end of the day, they end up paying you 
is it ten dollars or eight dollars or whatever it is you know but so sometimes i go to work at 4 a.m and close by 6 p.m or 8 p.m for eight dollars or ten dollars but i got one of those jobs and but that by that time i was a very like spiritual like my spirituality has gone very high you know and i took i i went to see the driver who wanted to employ me and i told him that i really want to do this job but if i am going to come here i'm going to bring my own gospel songs i don't want to hear any song that is not gospel and he said oh i like it i'm a christian so i bought a flash drive downloaded thousands of gospel songs and i took it and i we inserted into the car tape and that's what everybody listens to if you sit in the by the virtue of sitting in that car you are forced to listen to a gospel song nobody is changing it to anywhere for you when you get to your house and you're going to go and deal with the demons then you can go and i was so happy my my driver actually wanted that kind of lifestyle also gospel from morning to evening and i tell you we were we were doing well he, he used to he used to he was so proud of me he used to tell other people that you see this guy that i'm working with he's a very intelligent student he's in in the in, in the high he's in high school because most of the people that do such jobs are uneducated people disrespectful and all this funny stuff you know i remember sometimes i can be in that bus and i'm reading the scripture after taking their money I'll be reading the scriptures and they'll be look, looking at me like, we've never seen this kind of thing before. You know? Amen. And sometimes I preach in the bus. I preach to them after taking their money. <laughs> They've never seen that before. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that is really what I wanted. I told, it's not about the money. I want an atmosphere because in my house, the atmosphere I live in is God, just God. If I start playing music, it, it, it will play from morning to evening. The speaker is there. Jesus Christ. Anytime you enter, you can feel the presence. You understand? Amen. Yeah. And so, you have to really, really, really... In fact, I was very shocked for the first time when God... When I went to Bible school and I engaged myself with some very prominent people in our, I mean, denomination or organization... Who were like bishops wife and great people and when i sat in their car for the first time and we were going somewhere when they turned on the music it was not the gospel music in their car and i was very short like this woman's husband has been preaching to us how come <laughs> the song she is listening to and just moving to the beat let me tell you something i'm a very good dancer ask my wife i was i used to dance in church but suddenly most of the songs we dance to you know be, are, are gospel music songs but some sometimes we can't get the type of beat we want to dance with so we have to go and get the beat from secular music and then try to take the lyrics out of the song and then just play just play the beats and dance with it in church hallelujah yeah, that's my wife. So, I was dancing in church. I got for competitions. Right after Bible school, when I came home, 
the Lord made me, allowed me to dance for a while and told me to stop. 